Welcome to There She Rose podcast. This is your host, Jamie C., and I am the owner and founder of Rising Wolf. Rising Wolf offers soulful guidance for mompreneurs who are ready to go deep and take action in their business. Claim your greatest work by clearing out the thoughts that no longer serve you so you can create a life of freedom, joy, and expansion. Shift away from feelings of inadequacy and doubt and be equipped with the tools that empower you to rise. How are you doing, Mama? You doing okay? It's Jamie C. and I'm the host of There She Rose podcast. I'm here to give you so much love wherever you are in your journey right now. Know that you are supported and guided and I'm here to hopefully improve your day either with a general uh, state of feeling loved or understood or validated or empowered. That is my job. And that is what gives me literally so much joy in my life. I want to start with giving gratitude to our latest um, five-star review. It's my favorite podcast. Thank you so much for all the love, light, and inspiration you share. It's such a gift. Thank you so much. I love seeing your feedback on the podcast and it means so, so, so much to me. And today what we're going to be talking about is, you know, obviously I always take the stance of manifestation, mindset, energy work, but here's the thing that I really want to start gearing towards just a little bit today and really bring up because this is not only part of my story, but a ton of other people's story. And I want you to know that you do not need to feel shame or anything around it, but just I want to be able to talk about body image, self-image, and being able to either rewire those feelings of inadequacy or not feeling confident in yourself because showing up as the rising wolf, showing up as the mama you want to be, as the person you want to be means that you feel good in your skin, that you feel powerful regardless of what society's standards are. And I know that so many people are like, I'll feel more confident or I'll be able to put myself out there when I lose 10 pounds, when I five, when I lose five pounds, when I lose 30, whatever the case may be. And I am here to let you know that you can show up as the rising wolf in your current body, even if you may not feel entirely confident yet. And even though you may feel like you want to get healthier or drink more water, drink more green juice and have more movement, but it doesn't mean that you can't show up as the rising wolf today. So let's talk a little bit about self-image. And first and foremost, just for those of you who don't know, I used to have a 13-year eating disorder. It was detrimental to my self-image, detrimental to my mental health, my physical health. Um, And I will kind of talk about how I walked through that and how I healed from that. And hopefully you can take some steps yourself into recognizing if you see yourself in my situation. So let's go through what self-image is. So self-image is the personal view or your personal view or mental view that you have of yourself. So self-image is actually just like the internal dictionary that describes the characteristics of self, including such things as your intelligence, if you're beautiful, ugly, talented, selfish, kind. And the interesting thing is, is this is all about 
perception and it can change. It is not a fixed state of view. Like it is not who you will always be. So maybe you have achieved massive success in your business. Maybe you um, have achieved massive success in something in your life and maybe it changed the way you saw yourself and that is your self-image. So here's the thing that most people don't understand. I'll feel more confident when I am... I'll feel more confident when I lose the weight, right? And then they lose the weight and they still don't feel confident. And that has, because it has nothing to do with your body. It has everything to do with how you see yourself, your self-image. So you can lose the 10 pounds and still feel just as insecure. And that is part of, you know, mindset work because my eating disorder was all mindset. It had nothing to do, it never had anything to do with my body. It had everything to do with needing validation, love, acceptance, me not accepting myself, having a poor self-image no matter what, um, control. It had everything to do with everything outside of my body, but I took it out on my body. And I thought that I had control, but I really didn't. The food had control. My thoughts had control. And I did not until I sank into kind of discovering what that all meant. So I want to go through how disordered eating really starts. Um, So disordered eating can start like, um, first and foremost, if this is you or not you, it's totally fine. I want you to know this is a judgment-free zone and I'm here to support you regardless. Um, I need you to also know that I'm not a licensed nutritionist. And um, if you do have an eating disorder and you are looking for support, please find a professional who can help you in that area. I can absolutely support you with mindset training and love and guidance. Um, But if you are needing that deep um, medical attention, please find a professional that can help you with that. So that being said, I developed my eating disorder at the age of 15. Um, I did not have an eating disorder. I had a beautiful self-image until I had a really bad breakup and started experiencing um, people leaving in my life. And that, um, and I was also very cognizant of the fact that self-image or like the way people perceived me, like specifically in high school, um, everyone was very um, body focused, right? Like you need to look a certain way to be loved and accepted and popular and all these things. You need to have the best clothes. And, you know, you're fed this not only from maybe the people that raised you, but societal expectations, diet culture, um, and then also the people that you hang around with. Uh, So this may not have ever crossed your mind. You may have had a beautiful self-image and or no, you know, um, any kind of issues growing up until maybe a certain experience, maybe after a trauma in your 20s or 30s. Uh, But mine started at the age of 15 and I started restricting my food and started wanting to get smaller and smaller and realizing that the smaller I got, it's actually, it was actually a call for help. I was so depressed. I was so sad and I was experiencing um, seizures, um, anxiety, um, and I got down to um, under a hundred pounds. Um, I'm five, three. So it was under a hundred pounds. And for me, that's not my body shape. I'm an athletic build. I'm curvy. I got a butt. I got all the things. And I was thinking each thing would be a success, right? Every, every, 
the smaller I got, the more successful I felt at, okay, at least maybe someone will acknowledge the fact that I'm not okay. Like, cause I knew I wasn't okay. I knew I wasn't okay. I knew that me taking diet pills and restricting my eating and getting smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller and, um, chewing my food and spitting it out and no one would notice and all these things. And I kept all of these things to myself thinking no one will, no one will know, but on a, on a, subconscious level, which I was not cognizant of at the time, on a conscious level, I didn't want anyone to know. On an unconscious level, I was screaming for love. I was screaming for someone to hold me and say, let's get you all better. Ooh, even talking about this now. Ooh, springing up. Mm. You can imagine a 15-year-old who doesn't quite understand <laughs> the world around her, right? Just shrinking, constantly shrinking and shrinking and shrinking and shrinking. Um, and I think that on some level, I still didn't look sick, so people would praise me. And then I came up with this idea unconsciously that, oh, the smaller I get, then I get more love. Not, no one's coming to, no one's coming to rescue you. Like, you're going to have to just the way that you're doing this is actually getting you the love that you crave versus the other way around. And that is the messed up thing about society's diet culture is that we praise smaller bodies. So here I was self-destructing, completely sick, mentally sick, physically sick. I was having seizures. I was having um, depression, anxiety, panic attacks, full-blown anxiety attacks. I was hyperventilating. I was at this point, then I started drinking and uh, skipping my food. I would be getting so inebriated that I would, you know, be, you know, puking all over and not eating again. And I, I just, I was such a mess. I was such a mess. And I think because I kind of hit it okay and I didn't look entirely sick yet, no one questioned it. They're just like, oh, you look great. And I was like, oh, okay, I guess the smaller I get, the more validation and love I receive. So what I'm doing is right, even though it feels wrong and shameful and scary, right? But it becomes this little secret that you hold, that you end up having the control because everything else feels out of control. So you gain this level of safety with your secret you get this level of, if I lose this, I will spiral because there's so much pain living below the surface. There's so much misunderstanding and abandonment and loss. And I kept feeling like the smaller I get, the more I'll feel loved. Or maybe someone will notice me and maybe then they'll give me the love that I crave, right? So this went on for years years and years and years and years. And from there, I recognized that I was not okay. And I really, really tried to start building a new relationship with my self-worth and building a new relationship with food. And it went from this very, very destructive eating disorder to um, just bouncing from diet to diet, thinking that was okay because that's what diet culture tells you is okay. Noom, uh, the whole 30, 
uh, Weight Watchers, you just hop from diet to diet and you fail the diet or you feel like you're out of control because you didn't get to the smaller size. So it went from this full-blown eating disorder to, well, if I heal, I'll just do what everyone else is doing, which is hopping from diet to diet. So then I would do the diet and I'd be so in my head about food. I would worry constantly. It would always be on my mind. And then I would feel out of control because I felt so restricted because I was like, I feel like I'm in my eating disorder again. And then I would be like, I don't want to do this anymore. I want to have fun. I want to live. I want to do all these things. I didn't have this moment of clarity. And then from there, what would end up happening is I would then binge eat. I would eat everything in sight. And then I thought I had something was wrong with me. How come I don't have any self-control? I see all these people doing such great things with all these diets. Why can't I do that? And there came this moment um, where I thought just bouncing from diet to diet was the way my life was going to live for the rest of my life. And I recognized even when I did get to that perceived weight on that diet, I constantly thought, when is this going to end? How am I going to fuck this up? When is this going to go away? And I never felt confident, not ever, not once until probably this year, the past maybe year and a half, have I actually felt confident. And it's because I actually stopped dieting, forever stopped dieting. Like I would never go on a diet again. And I recognized that it was still a form of society's diet culture embedded in my neural networks, more healing that needed to happen and completely allowing myself whatever I wanted, whenever I wanted, and to start loving myself at whatever size. And at first it was painful and I felt out of control and I felt scared and I wanted to shrink. But there was this moment when I was actually on this diet app called Noom. You guys are probably familiar with this. And they promote that it's not, it's for mental health and it's all these things, but you still have to weigh yourself, which I hated doing. I literally would have a panic attack anytime I would step on the scale. And then I would have this, you know, then there was red foods, like, so there's bad foods and good foods. And all of a sudden I found myself and this moment, I, I swear to God, there's this moment that my spirit just is like, why are you still trying to shrink yourself? And then the coach that you were assigned to be like, oh, no, it's okay. Being in smaller body is fine. But for somebody who has very like has not healed their self-image to its full extent and has a history of an eating disorder, they should not be on a diet until they can feel like diets just don't work. Let's call a spade a spade. They work temporarily and then they blame the person because they have a 90% fail rate. And then it's the person's fault for not having enough self-control or whatever the case is. So these are the steps that I took. Never go on a diet again. Allow yourself anything you want whenever you want it. There is no good foods or bad foods. There is just food. Do what you want and just let your body go. Just do it. And accept all parts of yourself. And I think it took like a good two or three months of constant panic for my body to be like, or my brain, not my body, my brain to say, you're safe. You're okay. And now my body can probably be 10 pounds heavier, 10 pounds less, and I would still love it. I've loved it as it's changed. I loved it as it's gotten curvier and there I can feel my body, right? There's, and that's the thing is like, that's the self image 
that's the thing. I don't ever have to think that like it's never going to be. I don't think we understand that we can love our bodies as they are now. They don't have to change for them, for us to love them. Because even when you lose it, you can start feeling more confident. For some people, yes. You know, you feel like a badass and yes, it's amazing and you feel incredible. For those of you who sometimes will feel like I will feel more confident when I lose the 10 pounds, sometimes that's not the case. It's not the case for everybody. And if you're one of those people, I need you to know that it's okay. And the first step is just to recognize who do I want to be? Number one, who do I want to be? Aside, right? Like just like, let's say I wanted to be, I always imagined myself like the skinny Jamie, like in the size, like two pants or zero pants. And I would be like, have abs and I would be this amazing human who would do all of these things. And I said, okay, well, what are the things that I wanted to do that I wanted to be confident on the beach and a bikini? right? Okay. Well, Jamie, you're going to have to show up now as that person in the body that you're in now, because it doesn't matter the body that you're in. Confidence is a mindset. It is not what your body looks like. It can help sometimes make you feel kind of sexy and sassy, right? But you should still feel that way in the curvier body. And then as your body changes, it's never this like, okay, now I feel confident. It's a baseline of, I love this body no matter what. And now I'm going to show up as, I'm going to just show up, right? It's never, I will feel this when, because that is a completely different mindset that we need to kind of remove. So for example, I will, I will feel better when I have a hundred thousand dollars in my bank account. I'll feel better when, no, you work on it now. And then even when the hundred thousand dollars is in there, then you're like, Ooh, cool. Great but I felt confident before that too. I show up now as the person I want to do or want to be. So think about your future self, right? Who is that person that you want to be? What is that obstacle that is standing in your way? So for you, it may be, I will feel more, you know, my future self is I feel more confident when I'm going to be, you know, uh, have making this amount of money a week and looking this way. Um, Okay. Well, how does that person feel? They feel confident. All right. So what is that person doing every day? Right? What do they do? Are they traveling? Are they wearing um, the most amazing clothes? Like what it is. So you take that, you fast forward, you bring it here. Now you wear the most amazing clothes. You go traveling, you do all the things and you start loving that person now. And then eventually if you shift into that, that change in your body naturally occurs from maybe moving more or, you know, you know, eating more whole foods and it can just be this natural progression of from confidence to confidence instead of lack of confidence to now feeling like, okay, well now I'm potentially here and like, is this going to stay? Is this not going to stay? Um, so think about who you want to be. And then you want to think about where is that person hiding now? Where is that person? Cause she's there. She's there. Think about who you want to be. What is that person doing and who are they showing up as in the future? Because the, the truth is, is that time is a man-made construct. There is no future. It is literally just the present moment again and again and again and again and again and again. 
Because when you, you know, let's just say when you start traveling or doing all these things or all these amazing things in the body that you want, it's just going to be this moment right now. This is the present moment. It's just always the present moment. That's all there ever is. So show up as her now. Put the sexy clothes on. Because what that's going to do is it's going to start shifting your self-image. The thoughts that you think and the way you show up now is what makes your self-image. You don't have to future pace your self-image. I'll feel better when. No, show up as her now. Do it now. Do it now. Confidence is the actions of being kind to yourself, taking action, and being your future self in the present moment because that's all there ever will be is the present moment. So there's going to be moments when you feel unease or when you feel frustrated, but recognize that here another thing, another thing that you can do, make sure you're changing your feed. What are you looking at? What are you taking in? Are you taking in all of the bodies that you wish you had? Or are you having a more diverse feed of all different shapes and sizes, body positivity, people who are constantly being okay with their bodies as they are now, still, you know, being healthy and drinking their water and moving their body and, 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 and they're not punishing their bodies and they're not doing it. And, you know, there's a way to still be healthy and not have to look like what society's expectation is. You can have cellulite and still be healthy. You can still have stomach rolls and still be healthy. You can still have a double chin and still be healthy. Come to find out. And bodies are, we are often so validated and we get so much praise when people shrink. Think about it. All the before and after photos, all these people shrinking and shrinking and shrinking and shrinking. And we're praising them. You look amazing. You look amazing. Here's the thing. Not everyone's story is the same. My story is not your story. Your story is not mine. I know that to be true. But I hope that you took something from this and it piques your interest a bit. I took the route of intuitive eating, listening to what my body wants, not how much it wants right now. Like how much can I eat? How much can I what do I feel like I want right now? Do I want something crunchy? Do I want something warm? Do I want something cold, smooth? What texture am I craving? And I'd start from there. And then I saw all foods as neutral and I just allowed myself to just have what I wanted. When I wanted, and I'd say, okay, I'm full. I'm going to stop. And the moment you start doing that, and you start healing all the things from your past, any of the traumas, and you recognize that, okay, maybe there's some societal expectations that have been molded into my subconscious. Maybe I feel like I have to constantly shrink because then that because that's what I'm supposed to do or should be doing, right? Cellulite is bad. I mean, how many freaking things do you see about like, let's get rid of cellulite, cellulite is gross, da, 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 da. It's like, okay, well, whatever. Like, what if it wasn't? <laughs> like, <laughs> what if it was just part of my body? Like, my kids have dimples in their butts. 
Is that ugly? No. So why should it be ugly on me? Right? Think about that for a moment. Think about that for a second, right? How much of society's expectations have been molded into your brain? Because for me, it's a hell of a lot. And I had to release, I had to be completely anti-diet culture. Like I am not, I am not about diet culture at all. I would really, really allow for you to look into intuitive eating. Um, there is so many nutritionists who who he, help with disordered eating, um, people who go from diet to diet or see good foods as good foods and bad foods. And I honestly, the moment I allowed myself to have whatever I want, whatever I wanted, guess what I stopped eating? Grilled chicken because I fucking hated it. And I thought it was healthy. So I kept eating grilled chicken salads, even though I fucking hated them. I hate chicken. <laughs> but I was like, well, this is what's healthy. I got to eat it. And or I, this is what's healthy. This is what's going to make me shrink my body because like protein, no carbs. And that was a pile of crap. I realized that I love a Mediterranean diet. I love cheese. I love um, homemade bread. I love pasta. I love fresh salads. I I love fruit and I love smoothies and I love all kinds of flavors. I would never allow myself to eat them before. I used to say that I hated pasta because I was afraid of it. I was afraid it would make me bigger. In reality, it's food. And guess what? I could eat it and not feel guilty anymore or not think, wake up in the morning and be like, what did I eat yesterday? Am I allowed to feel worthy about myself? So anyways, today was a little off topic in terms of what we normally talk about, but I felt really, really, really called to talk about this because this is part of showing up as the most confident and powerful fucking person that you can is your self-image is literally tied up in everything that you do, whether it is as a mother, as a, as a friend, as a wife, as a partner, as, um, you know, just for yourself inside of your business. Because I bet there's some part of you that's been held back because you're afraid of being seen in some kind of way. So even though it kind of feels off topic, it's really not. Because it all has to do with your thoughts. And it all has to do with your actions, which build confidence, which manifests the rest of your life, which makes you an energetic attraction for all these beautiful opportunities, which allows for you to be seen as you are in the most beautiful way possible. That beauty comes in all shapes, forms, and it's amazing. Being you is amazing at exactly the size you are. You are perfect the way you are. And I understand that you feel like you have control in some kind of way with, with whatever way you're eating right now. And maybe this does not at all relate to you, but maybe it does. Or maybe you know a friend that it relates to, but no that it is not control. It is perceived control. The only thing that you have control over is your thoughts and actions and behaviors. So think about that. Food has the control, not you. If you're constantly thinking about the food, then it's not you that's in control. It's the food. So I hope today was an eye-opener I want to give you a big hug. I love you so much. 
And if you ever feel like you need additional support on these topics, feel free to reach out to me. Or if you just need somebody to find support with, I'm here for you. Um, I'm going to actually pop some uh, resources below that's helped me um, with intuitive eating. Um, and honestly, do yourself a favor and just explore. Ask yourself, is there a part of me that I can love more? Right? Now I want you to ask yourself this. What do you think you deserve? What do you think you deserve? If the answer isn't everything, then baby boo, we got some work to do. The answer should be absolutely everything. I deserve everything. Self-love, to love my body, to love myself, to love my mind, to love others, to be fully heart-centered and focused. I deserve everything. All right, mama, keep going. I am here for you. You got this. You got this. Bye-bye for now.